What's up everybody? It's your pal Sig Neutron here. And today I want to talk about stress and how it's absolutely imperative that we learn to begin to de-stress ourselves and not only for our own sake, but for the sake of all humanity. This is so important that it's that I'm gonna I'm gonna break down the many levels of why we have to de-stress. Like, as I've said before, we have to start paying attention to how much we pay attention. So, you know, once you engage with your own mind, you begin to pay attention to what drives your decision making. You ever wonder why it seems like the world is getting more volatile and more divided? Why the only thing you see on Facebook is hate and argument that only leads to more hate and argument? Well, guess what? It's all a plan to keep us in stress mode. Because when you're stressed out, you don't have time to think. And if you don't have time to think, then you don't have time to pay attention. I'm Sig Neutron, and this is... So what is stress? We always talk about stress, blah, 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 stress, whatever, blah, 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 I'm so stressed. Well, what is it? Well, you've heard of the fight or flight response, right? Well, we have this system in our bodies that uh, regulates different chemicals. And so the stress is like a physiological, psychological state where your body shuts down unnecessary processes in the interest of survival. Uh, you know, think back in the days when we had to hunt and, and fight things and, you know, where we were usually in a lot more danger than we are now. That was, uh, that's... It's our body's defense system, you know? And if you, like, if you perceive a threat, a bunch of changes begin to occur in your body. Your digestive system takes a break to divert all energy into fighting or running away. Your focus it narrows for you to hone in on the threat. You don't see anything else, you just see a threat. And decision-making becomes, like, frantic and fear-induced. And you're not poised to think, you're just poised to react. Does this sound familiar? <laughs> because it's the average American operates in this mode all the time. And maybe you do too, and you don't even realize it. I mean, it's, it's okay. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> society has been created now today to keep us in this mode. But I'm just trying to like wake, reach people and, and think about it. Like really start to think about how you think and how you spend your time and, and how, your relationship with your own mind. You know, we have bills to pay, we got mouths to feed, we got ignorant people online to talk shit back to. You know, it seems as if everything is set up to keep us in stress mode. And I truly do believe that this is by design. Who's design, though? Yeah, well, some pretty shady folks at the top of everything, I'll tell you that much. See, fight or flight mode is useful in small doses, but when you continually operate from that state of mind, you begin to actually become addicted to the chemicals that flood your brain. Yes, we can actually become addicted to substances our own brain produces. That's why there's so many anxiety disorders and depression issues today, is because when you operate in these modes for so long, then your body becomes used to it. Just like if you're an alcoholic and you drink every day, your body becomes used to having that substance. So when you don't have it, then you, you have vicious like withdrawal symptoms. So that's why people can't get out of this loop of anxiety and depression is because when they try to de-stress, then their brain goes haywire. There's actually, like, with all the work that I put into myself and fixing myself this year, 
there was a major detox like event that I had to go through. It took a couple months actually. And it wasn't just at first it was the alcohol detox, but then there was like the actual psychological mental detox of the, the bad behavioral patterns and this negative ways of thinking and feeling that I got myself wrapped up into. It's, it's really, it's, I keep talking about coming out of the matrix and it's really like you're coming out of the matrix because when you're stuck in this negative mode, that's, it's, you think that there's no way out and you just think there's something wrong with you, but really you're just addicted to bad negative feelings. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy, but it's true. So yeah, and then Big Pharma wants to convince you that you need this pill or that pill. They want to convince you that you are powerless and your only option is to buy the solution that they are selling. Like, please think about that. It makes so much sense. Why are they peddling these? And like, let alone medications that people actually like need, like, um, you know, like insulin and things like that, but they're jacking the prices up. And oh my God, Congress is like fucking blocking bills now. Like fucking Mitch McConnell just took huge, like super PAC donations from all of these big fucking pharmaceutical companies. And he's blocking a fucking bill that is going to, that would actually like make things like, like 500, like million or some billion or some fucking shit cheaper. It's crazy that we're talking in like billions now. Like it's fucking, we can't even comprehend like billion, a billion, one billion. And then we're ta- we're hearing things about the Pentagon losing 20 trillion. It just sort of vanished. We don't know where that went. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm heated because there's, I'm talking about de-stressing and I'm getting heated. Well, this is just my emotion because I want to move you guys. I want to, I want to inspire you to think about these things, but I've been, you know, even more so really trying to zen out and, and not be so stressed out, but we got to get fired up about paying attention to these things because it all, again, follow the money. Jesse Ventura says, follow the fucking money, man. And it all leads to the top and it all leads to the people that own everything. Everything is owned by the same people. And those people don't want you to know that you are self-sufficient and you are powerful and you are important. They want you just cogs in the machine, man, because the machine cannot survive without you, but you can thrive without the machine. I can't say that enough. I like that saying because it rhymes too. (laughs) So I want to be really clear here. It is my belief that there is an element or a force or an organization or whatever on planet Earth that does not want people to know their own potential. You see this like this story arc take place in movies and like uh, Glass and you know The Matrix. Like it's it's a story theme for a reason because we're trying to tell ourselves that this is what's really happening. And uh, like uh, the Dark Crystal, man, like the Skeksis and the Gelflings. They this the fucking it can't be any clearer than that. The Gelf the Skeksis keep the Gelflings arguing with each other because were the Gelflings to unite, then they could easily overthrow the Skeksis. So why why don't these, this, you know, why does this organization not want us to know our potential? Well, first and foremost, if people are self-sufficient, then they are not dependent on the system. And as I said, the system depends on us. It runs on our apathy, confusion, and poor self-image. I call this element the third party, but uh, you could call it the 1%, deep state, shadow government, Illuminati, hell, whatever you want to call it. As George Carlin said, it's a small club and you ain't in it. (laughs) This organization does not want humanity to know its own potential. 
And if you dig deep enough behind Democrats and Republicans, you start to see that all the strings lead to the puppet master in the shadows. They're, crea- they're running interference. They're creating this whole partisan shit show charade that pits the American people against themselves because it's like picking a fucking sports team. But this, this is not... We have to look past left or right, Democrat, Republican. It's, it's an issue of establishment and anti-establishment. And if both sides could just see that, then we would fucking, like, a revolution would happen. You ever wonder why our systems in America are so broken, yet we're supposed to be the most developed nation? Well, does anything ever seem to get fixed? Or are we just, like, perpetually confused and angry, and it seems like we're getting more so as the years go by? Well, why did both the left and the right agree that the establishment is the enemy, yet they can never seem to team up to actually fight the establishment? Well, I spent a lot of time actually listening to Alex Jones way before he started believing that Trump was the answer to everything. I was actually a pretty big InfoWars fan. And uh, again, let me say this is before he went all right wing Trump supporter. Like you even see like in Waking Life, he used to be about saying the same thing that I did, like behind Democrats and Republicans. It's all bullshit and it's all just a distraction. But then I don't know, somewhere along the line, he fucking went Trump banana crazy and completely lost me. I, uh, you know, but he it, But I'm glad that I used to listen to that because he really woke me up and uh, it, like it, everybody thinks Obama is a great president, but there's so much shadowy shit behind that, too. But uh, that's when I really started to see how the government actually works. And his listener base, they were always concerned about deep state and shadow governments and with good reason. <laughs> but the left is now they're starting to wake up to the bullshit corruption. And uh, but so. Where's the disconnect between the left and the right? If we, if both sides see that there's, like, agree that there is establishment corruption, why can't we agree on things? Well, my theory is Donald Trump tricked red state America into thinking he was the one fighting for the working class. He was the one that was going to finally take on this shadow government and clear out the corruption. Well, <laughs> this, is why, this is why his fan base backs him no matter what because they are absolutely convinced that any opposition to Donald Trump comes from the deep state conspirators. In all actuality, it's someone like Bernie Sanders that they actually want in the office. Yet conservatives back Trump as hard as they can because they think he is championing against the establishment. I got news for you. Trump is the establishment. He is the ultimate distraction. I don't even, you know, I don't even think he, he might not even be a part of the establishment. He actually might be a rogue element, but he's doing so good at running interference. That's why they're letting him stay in there. All of these scandals, we can't even keep up with them anymore. Like it's, it's fucking insane. Like it's, it's like we're so bombarded by the ridiculous shit that Trump does that it's starting to become normalized and nobody even bats an eye anymore. Just like mass shootings. Mass shootings fucking happen like every fucking week. And we're just like, well, there's not even any more thoughts and prayers and like hashtag movements anymore. It's just like, oh, guess there's another one. Like this is this is not normal, people. This is this is not okay. We have to the, the, things should not be running like this. This is not how like this is not how it's supposed to be. Like seriously, just last week Trump was convicted of charity fraud and misuse of campaign funds. He's literally paying out a two million dollar settlement and is banned from running charities. Think about that. This is our fucking president. He's like, he's literally, unequivocally, undisputedly a con man. 
And there are many instances of when he has conned people throughout his lifetime, so why would he stop now? He fucking wears his red flags like a fucking MAGA hat. <laughs> you know, if we could reach people in the red states and make them realize that they are ju- they're just confused in political spin and that the real enemy of both left and right is the establishment, well, we would see a revolution like none other. When you break it down, there's not much difference between the left or the right. We're all human. We all just want rules that allow us to get on with our lives. We all are on the pursuit of happiness. And we agree way more than we think, but no one can see that because the establishment rigged the system and keeps both sides, left and right, in the fight or flight stress mode where it's either us or them. So that brings me back to stress. And when you're in this survival mode, your perspective narrows to, it's me or them. So, of course, they aren't trying to make your lives easier, because when our lives are easier, we have more time, and when we have more time, we have more time to think. And when we have more time to think, we have more time to learn how things work. And when we're informed, we easily see through the bullshit to what is wrong. When we're a mechanic, we know how an engine works, so we know exactly how to fix it. Think about it. My car breaks. I open the hood. I am helpless, as most people are. I just stare at this machine that I have no idea what any of the parts do and I'm just this scratching my head like none of us are certified government mechanics and the average American has no idea how the government works if we're being really honest with ourselves a lot of people do not understand the government and that's what they're banking on man they're banking on you not being informed and now they're running interference to make it even harder to be informed because guess what they own fucking social media too Like, they own the major news networks where people used to get their source, the trusted information, and they also own the fucking social medias that you try to, like, dig through to find truth. You know, it's not just the president that's the problem. The House and the Senate is, is full of nightmarish career politicians that accept major money from corporations to influence policy decisions. Like, it, look it up. It is, it's flagrant and right out in the open. Yet the average American doesn't even think about this. Like, we really need to push for term limits in the House and the Senate, just like the president, because all of these career politicians are making ties with these people. They're getting paid. Like I talked about Mitch McConnell. There are many other ones that are just getting these major donations. And to and just look at, take some time. I'm sure a lot of people have put out studies on this, but nobody seems to care. See where who don donates to these politicians, and then look at their track record and what kind of bills they pass or how they vote. It's always influenced by the money. And now we just have, with the impeachment inquiry going on, we have two uh, Democrats that actually just switch sides to Republicans now. I think one's going independent. But I guarantee you, if you dig hard enough, I bet there is some major, there's some kind of payoff happening. Like, the first guy to switch parties, he met, like, had a lengthy meeting with Donald Trump. Like, what were they talking about? I don't know, but I guarantee you that it makes, like, it's, it makes a statement and it's just more fucking distraction. And I guarantee that guy's getting paid to switch over because it is all about money when it comes to our government. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, I, I, money has fucked the government so hard. And, and we just act like that it hasn't. <laughs> On top of all this confusing socio-political nightmare bullshit, well, guess who owns social media and the major news networks? That's right, mega corporations. 
So just as we try to figure out what's going on, the very systems we use to discern what's going on in the world are run by the very folks that do not want you to know what's going on in the world. We're living in an Orwellian future that continues on because it operates not in the open, but in the shadows. It's just packaged in pretty little apps on your phone that give you access to all the bullshit that you want to see, but actually, man, I just, like, it's, it's, I'm, the more I just get into it, the more it's like, again, it's, it's tough to stay zen about this stuff because it's, it's just so wrong. Like everything is so wrong and it's so backwards and it's so devious that we really have to start paying attention. We, we got to do something about this, people. It's our time and, it, and this is the time that we need to say enough is enough. The news is stressful enough, but to add even more stress on top of everything, you have these mega corporations that drumming up even more fear by using algorithms on social media to tailor our access to reality so we can't see the truth. Like, how far-fetched would it be to learn that they throttle certain posts focusing on the real issues with, say, you start stringing phrases of keywords together, like... Uh, I don't, I don't know. And then, it, you know, it, it, bam, you cross the line, throttled. You know, we can't have people reading that inspirational garbage. Here, look at all this death, destruction, and hate. Your output is what you input. And they know this. If they can have programs that identify copywritten material and music in thousands and millions of videos, then what I'm suggesting is entirely possible. I'm doing tests now. I post things and I'm like with different words and I'm, I'm trying to gauge the interaction. I'm trying to limit variables. It's a hard thing to nail down because we don't know how the algorithms work. And I, I don't, it could be that, I mean, this is how the algorithms work actually publicly. They have stated that the content that you interact with is the content that gets shown to you. So in some twist of, let's say it's not so devious, it's with devious intent, but all you ever see is negativity, and then you start interacting with that negativity, and then, um, you know, so what What are you going to get shown? You're going to get shown negativity. Like ever since I've started interacting more with like Bernie Sanders stuff and things like that, I see more of that. So... But people are caught in these loops of, of like echo chamber loops that they don't even realize they're in because of the content they reacted with. And I think this, this is what like Facebook and social medias are banking on because it's, it's so devious that it's like you're doing it to yourself almost, you know, like, and again, let us not forget that back in 2014, okay, that was five years ago. Facebook was running social experiments on people. There was a fucking article in the New York Times. Look it up. They selected certain users and only showed them negative content and then monitored what they posted. Why the fuck do you think an innocent company like Facebook would do such a thing? Well, guess what? It's totally illegal. So you think they stopped doing that? Did they even get a slap on the wrist? No. It came out in the open and then America like batted an eye, yawned, and went back to sleep. What do you think they've done with that knowledge? That was back in 2014, five years ago. Think about the last five years. What's happened in America during those five years? I'll tell you what, a fuck ton of division. That's what. It's so easy to see why everything is fucked up. But to do that, 
you have to unplug from the system. You have to de-stress. You have to get out of combat mode that it's us or them because then you're not looking at the real enemy. So how do we de-stress? Well, I'm telling you guys, you have to start making it like at least 20 minutes a day for meditation. That's a great start. And this meditation, it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. Like a lot of people think it has to be spiritual. No, there is like, there's hardcore science behind meditation. You don't, don't think this has to be a, this is just you interfacing with your own brain and your own mind and taking power back into your own mind and being conscious and being aware and paying attention. That's what meditation is. And you can, once you see that, you can see that you're wrapped up in these negative feedback chambers and then you actually have a way out because you become not the program you become the user interfacing with the programs and you can click on what to install and you know what to run i i have previous episodes giving you guys tips and uh, on meditation i'm going to do another episode really soon about all the new things i've learned because i've learned so much more stuff about the pineal gland i know some people say pineal gland but i like to say pineal gland i don't know but i think both are correct so whatever you know, <laughs> but also if you've tried it, it, it realize it's a skill that you have to develop. You, you can't just give up after a few times. Like it, it's just like working out. Like it's, it's working out with your mind. So don't, don't give up if you've tried it once. Uh, go, uh, you know, like look up some different techniques, see what works for you. And also, I don't know, give my episode a listen about meditation and then check out the one that I'm probably going to put out next. So, you know, it's, I look at stress mode, like in the fight or flight is as the matrix. And, and we have to like diffuse people and wake them up and, and help them start to find balance in their own lives so that they can actually see what's going on. So that it's not us or them. It's, they see the whole picture. So if you meditate and you have things that you can do to like de-stress yourself, like share that, like let's help to start de-stressing our fellow human beings so that we can focus on what's important. We got to wake people up and start building the true resistance, man, because I'm telling you, it's not a left or right issue. Left or right are both hands on the same fucking body. And when those hands work together, the shit gets done. Right now, all anyone knows is shit's not working and everyone is pissed. Liberals think it's conservatives and conservatives think it's liberals. Well, the real truth is it's neither. It's the system that peddles partisan mentality. We have to remember that beneath it all, we're all human beings. We got to snap people out of the us or them mentality, man. And to truly win this game, we got to elevate ourselves above the pawns to see the game board. You're being lied to by the very system that you fight to defend. The establishment is the Skeksis, and we human Gelflings squabble over the illusion of power that the Skeksis allow us to have. I'm Sig Neutron, and if you enjoyed that, uh, definitely give me a, leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, I've started also putting up episodes on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ransig. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sig Neutron. Also, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Sig Neutron. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, and also if you would like to become a patron where I have exclusive how-to videos and we put up uh, photo shoots of Ranny and myself that are ridiculous and sexy and fun and weird, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Ransig. But, uh, you know, bottom line, just do your best to help out your fellow man. 
we really got to start treating people like misguided children because that is the only way we're going to develop as a society because everybody is way too pushed on the edge and hate and anger only escalates to more hate and anger you know it's the double down effect we gotta we have to start diffusing rather than reciprocating until next time everybody stay weird stay open-minded and remember if you're not paying attention then you're not gonna find it